Hi everybody. What's up? How's it going? Welcome back to Date Night at the Coffee Shop. I'm Bart. I'm Sam, and we're late again. We are late again, so sorry <laughs> for that. Um, yeah, this so, is a hobby podcast, so we get to it when we get to it. Yeah, and I, I think we said last time, you know, our, it's it's been a little crazy around here these last several weeks months uh, well, years yeah well especially the, the decade that has been yeah, 2020 2020 has been a little hectic but especially these this last month or so has been has been um you know a little challenging for us we've been dealing with stuff yeah yeah what with holidays and family and now car stuff and yeah yeah so it's been very interesting uh couple of weeks for sure yes. Uh, but we're glad to be back. Deer um, are a very real problem in this area. I'm just going to say it. Yes, yes. For those of you that live around here, you already know um, the issue we have with They're all the deer. They're a menace. Yeah. So now um, we're trying our hand at dealing with the aftermath of a, a deer Incident. fiasco. Yeah. Um, he hit me. I'm just going to say He hit me. I did not hit it. He hit me. Yeah, it definitely he came out, out of, for blood. came out of nowhere. He um, wanted my door handle real bad. Well, he got it. <laughs> he definitely got it. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely been been um, a, a hectic and eventful few weeks. For sure. Um, so you know, two. So forgive us. You know, we've had two two late yeah. ones in a row. <laughs> um, actually, funny story. I, I I didn't realize it at all. You know, our last episode was on Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of when because of being late. Um, it actually came out on Pearl Harbor Day. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, and I didn't even realize it until I was talking to somebody else the other day. He was just like, hey, did you do that on purpose? Ooh. Um, yeah, so kudos, Andrew, for catching that. Yes. Um, it was not on purpose. Yes, it was. Shh. It was totally on purpose. It was definitely not on purpose. <laughs> um, but a happy coincidence. Um, but again, so we're back today. Again, it's it's late. We're cool without even trying. I'm kind of in awe of us. We're sorry about that. Um, we, for those of you that are new listeners, what we normally do is we have a new coffee that we try at the beginning of each episode. Um, we tell you what we think about it, how it is, um, and then either recommend it or don't. Give we a usually on recommend it. it though. Most of the time, most of the ones that we've had, yeah, we we do actually highly recommend because we've had some really good coffees. Um, today, we have great taste. Yeah, we do. We do have great <laughs> taste. Um, so we'll try a new coffee at the beginning of each episode, and then we will uh, talk about any kind of random topic that we've been interested in, um, and they are very wide-ranging. Yes. Um, really just just about anything. Nothing is really off-limits as far as what our topics are. That is true. Um, today, we're doing a little bit different. Like I've said Stay- in the past, we do what we want. Yeah, we do what we want, but um, <laughs> you know, we're... we're Still the same kind of format. We've got a topic to talk about, but we're not really trying a new coffee today. Um, I've recently gotten an espresso machine, so I've been playing around with that a little bit. So today I made myself a latte. What kind of latte did you make? Just it's like, it's just a plain uh, cafe oh, latte or whatever. Nice. So I thought about making it a caramel latte, but I thought, nah. You do make very good caramel lattes. I, I think I do pretty pretty good. I'm trying my hand. I'm still not really great at doing any like art or anything, so takes- I may start... YouTube and some stuff and see how to it's do that. It's in the wrist. It's all in the wrist. Yeah, I just, I don't know, I just can't get anything. Um, so I'm going to be working on my, my latte art skills. Yeah, um, so that's can... what I'm drinking today. Sam wasn't feeling a latte, so she's um, having a cup of Highland Grog from Bones Coffee. We've done that one 
on the show before for those of you that have listened to that one. My uh, my work secret uh, gift exchange person gave this to me. I put it on my wish list for my secret gift exchange. So thank you, Victor. It's yeah. great. It's great. Gotta love free coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we're drinking today, a little bit different than normal. Uh, but moving on, we've got our topic today is on cats. Yeah. Um, so I'm as so I mentioned excited. before, our topics are wide ranging and nothing is off limits. It's basically just whatever we think about and think, hey, yeah, we can talk about that. We we um, can squeeze a ton of information out of this. Let's talk about right. it. Right. So we've gone <laughs> from Japan to cats. We've done everything. Yeah. Um, well, not everything. Hopefully, there's still some more that we can cover. Otherwise, we're kind of... We're done. This, this is it. We're, it's over. Last episode. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we'll find some other stuff to talk about. But today, we're talking about cats. Um, for all of you cat lovers out there, hopefully you'll like this. For those of you that are not cat lovers, maybe we'll convince you. Stick around. You're, it's it's great. It's pretty cool. Yeah, cats are pretty, pretty cool. Because we did an episode on dogs. We did. So we kind of felt that we owed it to the feline community to mm-hmm. and um, we show equal cat. representation there. Like, we have a cat. I want another cat. Uh, mm, we'll talk about that. <laughs> okay, so we did this last time, right? Mm-hmm. We were talking about the dog episode, and I was like, oh, I want another dog. And you were just like, uh, I don't know about that. So, like, we're doing a cat episode. I'm saying I want another cat. I'm just manifesting it. It's going to happen. We're going to get another cat. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> Uh, but let's get in. Let's dive into our topic today. Um, tell me what what do we know about cats? Okay, so I'm gonna do a little bit of like history and taxonomy first. Okay. And then we'll get into some facts. Okay. All domestic cats have a common ancestor. It's the North African or Southwest Asian wild cat. The earliest known indication of the taming of the African wild cat was excavated in a human Neolithic grave in southern Cyprus dating to about 7,500 to 7,200, right? Yes. B.C. Numbers are hard for me. Um, so, yeah, like the first evidence of like a tame wildcat is dates super far back. Wow. Um, and it, so it all stems from, I mean, I mean, obviously it makes sense that, you know, they all come from a, a wildcat or whatever. But so these people just had like wild cats. Yeah, like, and they were just like around and they were tame. I just picture like someone having like a mountain lion, like yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll get we'll get there. Um, So it's thought that since there weren't any native mammalian fauna in this area, that the people brought the cat with them. So like this wild cat that was like tame, they brought with them to this area because there is Cyprus here, Mm -hmm. southern Cyprus. Yeah. So that just seems odd to me. Those they're saying that there weren't at this time there weren't any native mammals. To the area, yeah. That seems crazy. Yeah. That's really weird. It's really weird. Hmm. Um, let's see. So it's assumed that um, African wildcats were attracted to early human settlements in the Fertile Crescent by rodents. And they were tamed by Neolithic farmers. As agricultural practices spread, so did <clears throat> tame and domesticated cats. Later, the wildcats of Egypt contributed to the maternal gene pool of the domestic cat. So basically, I want to point out here that it says that, like, the farmers tamed them. It's not like they did with dogs. Yeah, they didn't, like, train them. They just... Cats just... It was... We'll get a little bit later. They just didn't really chase them off. Yeah. Because they were beneficial. Because they... Yeah, they chased away and killed other stuff. Yeah, they kind of... They may have set food out, just kind of, like, let them... 
do their own them thing. up so that they would kind of like what we do be in the area you but know? they didn't really train them or anything like that right kind of like what i would do if you weren't around i would just leave out food for cats and dogs to just come to our house and we would just be those people <laughs> yeah so it's a good thing i'm around <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> so other scientists have also discovered another potential instance of cat domestication so jd ving studied skeletal remains of cats in China and found that there may have been a short-lived domestication of leopards in China, independent of the domestication elsewhere. However, they didn't find evidence that any present-day domestic cats are related to leopards. So if there was a time that they were domesticated, it didn't last, which I wonder why. So, like, there was a time when they did domesticate leopards, but then, for whatever reason... I imagine that they were just too wild... Yeah. <clears throat> like their instincts were too feral. Yeah. Yeah, that could be it. I just thought that was interesting that like a separate domestication occurred mm-hmm. somewhere else. Um, let's see. There has been evidence to suggest that cats spread around the world by being brought along on ships to help protect food from rodents. And there is consensus that cats domesticated themselves since it was a mutually beneficial beneficial relationship. That's kind of what we were getting to earlier about how, or later, <clears throat> like how we were talking about. It just, they didn't chase them off. It was just kind of like, oh, here's a cat. Like they, whatever, you do your thing, I'll do mine. Yeah. And I find it interesting because I wonder if cats are, in general, are not interested in, in humans or like weren't interested in humans like, like dogs were, like Dogs were, like, predatory on humans, I would assume, right? In some way. Mm, no, not not predatory on humans. But they did compete for the same resources. So I wonder why the cats didn't. I wonder why it was so different. I don't know. Why their domestication was so different. I wonder if it has anything to do because they're not pack animals. Mm. Like, with... With dogs in a pack, like, they're all looking out for the whole pack. But, like, cats being, like, as individual as they are, like, they can kind of slink around on their own. and That's true. They don't have to worry about, I guess, it's easier for them to sneak around. That's know? true. That's a good point. That's a very good point. And they're pretty self-sufficient. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. Um, <clears throat> so, let's see. Let's Um, Okay, surprisingly, wild and domestic cats showed no major differences in their genetic makeup. And one of the few traits available for telling them apart was the tabby coat marking. There was a study that shed light on the late emergence of the blotched or striped coat markings, which began to appear in domesticated tabby cats in the Middle Ages. The gene for a tabby coat date back to the Ottoman Empire in Southwest Asia and later became common in Europe and Africa. It's only in it was only in the 18th century, however, that the markings became common enough to be associated with domesticated cats. And in the 19th century, cat fanciers um, began selecting cats with particular traits to create fancy breeds. It seems strange to me, though, that it, so they're they're saying that the um, the striped coat, mm-hmm. like the tabby markings, but the the striped coat as well started out with the domesticated cats that seems like that would be more of a wild trait i think i think it's the tabby coat with either blotches or stripes oh okay i think that's what they're saying there um but that's that's the tabby markings that indicates that it's a domestic cat okay 
I don't really know what tabby markings are. It's the it's orange. It's the ginger cat. Oh. If I'm not mistaken. Let's fact check me on the fly. No. No? No, tabby cats. It's like the gray. Oh, like it's like what Jackson like was. That. What Jackson was. The, yeah. Cause, so he has the, so they have the body that's splotched and then they have the stripes on the head usually. Yeah. Well, they've got stripes on their bodies and stuff too, looks like. That's cool. Huh. Interesting. I wonder why Tabby, like why I thought Tabby was orange. There are some orange ones. Orange Tabbies are a thing. Huh. Okay. That's cool though. But so like it's that. <clears throat> yeah, that kind of like striped. It's like a, it's almost, it's like a solid color, but there are like some darker stripes, stripes. of the same color in there. Mm -hmm. That's um, interesting. Um, <clears throat> so that is kind of what, which is interesting because the European wildcats have this, have similar markings as this, they have like a similar marking. So that's interesting to me. Um, okay. So now let's get into the taxonomy. Okay. So, um, we're taking it back to middle school science class with the classification in this episode. So cats are in the family of felids. And then grouped into two subfamilies, pantherine or non-pantherine. Within the pantherine subfamily, there are two genuses and seven species. These are what's known as big cats. Leopard, snow leopard, tiger, lion, jaguar, mainland clouded leopard, and the sunda clouded leopard. So these are all the panthers. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Or pantherine. Yeah, pantherine. I did get some conflicting information on whether or not the cheetah and cougar were included in this group. And while they are included in, like, big cats, technically, there isn't really a definition on what makes a big cat. Like, what is and isn't a big cat. Um, but, anyways, it they're just, they're not panthers. They are in the next category, which I'm about to I think talk it's about. pretty self-explanatory. Like yeah. What determines what's a cat? Like, what's a big cat? What's not a big cat? Like, well, from what I read... Two, I think, like, there are two requirements. First is, is it a cat? And then, <laughs> second, is it big? Well, cheetahs are not if huge. If you answered yes to both of those questions, then it's a big cat. That's true. Cheetahs are not huge, though. They're they're kind of tiny. They're very petite. I mean, they're not tiny. <laughs> they're not as big as, like, a tiger. But That's they're true. definitely bigger than a house cat. That's true. But they are... Um, they are not pantherine, but they are classified in, like, the like the big cat category, I think. So, what exactly makes pantherine? It's the... Um, the subfamily. Yeah, but, like, what? Um, let me see. So... What are the characteristics that make it a pantherine cat? So, in, we'll get into it in the big cat facts. Okay. So let me say, um, within the non-pantherine um, subfamily, there are 12 genuses and 33 species. So that's every other cat, like small cats, domestic cats, like lynx, whatever. That's mm. all the small, you know, all the other ones. And cougars and cheetahs, because they're not pantherine. But you, anyways. Um, but so, they're big cats. But they are big cats. They're just not pantherine okay. in that family. So... Um, when it comes to big cats and it comes to like pantherine, it it has to do with their claws and um, kind of if they roar or not. Oh. But some panthers don't roar. <laughs> so like it's kind of like a – who knows? Who knows? It's kind of hard to decide. Does that make Zeus 
a big cat because he kind of roars. Yeah, that's true. And he acts like a cat. Kinda. I agree. It's weird. Uh, we well, we'll just go ahead and say it. He's a big cat. So he's a pantherina, uh, canine. Yeah. Okay. Huh? <clears throat> okay. So within like the big cat category, the leopard, tiger, lion, ja- and jaguar can all roar, but the others can't. Really. Mm-hmm. So the ability to roar comes from an elongated and specially adapted larynx and hyoid. So the longer that their um, larynx and hyoid are, the deeper their roar. Ah, uh, that makes sense. So that means that the lion has the longest because its roar is the loudest. Right. <clears throat> um, this I found super fascinating. So the range of weights for big cats is very large. Um, at the bottom range, adult snow leopards can weigh anywhere, this is a huge gap by the way, anywhere from 49 pounds to 165 pounds. That is a big gap. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you mean like some of them are kind of fat or <laughs> like... I think it's maybe like male and female, and it, I wonder. This is me being like the science mind that I am. Like, did you weigh them after like a really bad winter, or did you weigh them like when they were feeling really good? Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that's. I a wonder huge... too if it has anything to do with like where they happen to live. Yeah, because they they are pretty varied. Snow leopards are pretty varied. Um, <clears throat> so male and female lions typically weigh between. Uh, Males are 331 pounds, or between 331 pounds and 550 pounds. Females are 243, between 243 and 401 pounds. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Yeah, that is enormous. Yeah, that's real big. A 500 pound lion coming at you, that's... No, thank you. Terrifying. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see... Male and female tigers. So male tigers are 220 to 675 pounds. Female tigers are 165 to 368 pounds. Dang. That's also very large. Yes. Um, so tigers can get bigger than lions. Yes. And wait, just wait a minute. So exceptionally heavy male lions and tigers have been recorded to exceed 675 pounds in the wilderness. And weigh around a thousand pounds in captivity. Yeah, because they get kind of fat. They do get kind of chunky because they don't have to do much. A thousand pounds. That's insane. That can't be healthy. No. Like that's double. That's double what they weigh in the wild. Yeah. That's nuts. I was shocked. I read that. To be fair, though, they probably live longer like that. Like they live longer in captivity, so they continue to grow longer probably uh, yeah well yep we'll get to the growth thing okay so the liger i was going to ask if you were going to include liger because yes. i was going to be like yeah but how how heavy does a liger get oh we'll get to it it's so interesting a liger a hybrid of a lion and tiger can grow to be much larger than its parent species in particular a liger called nook is reported to have weighed over 1200 pounds wow That's amazing. Yes. That's like as big as a car. Yeah. So do you want to know why that is? Why? It's because I can't remember if it's the lion or tiger, but one of them has a growth inhibiting gene. And one of them does not. And so... Probably would be the the lion 
would and then the tiger would not then since the tigers typically get can get larger yeah. naturally yeah so one so basically and whenever they mate and they have a like a baby they have a liger um it doesn't stop growing essentially because it has like wow. gigantism is is basically what it has yeah how interest i thought that was so interesting so it's like a feline andre the giant yes that's awesome mm-hmm. and we'll get into hybrids so um Panthera hybrids are possible and would not be perpetuated in the wild as males are usually infertile. But the name changes based on um, which species is the male parent and which is the female parent. For example, a hybrid between a lion and a tigress is a liger because the lion is the male parent and the tigress is the female parent. And I included a chart here. So if the, so if the opposite were true, if um, the male parent was a tiger and the female parent was a lion it would be a ligris you don't you're you have a blank look on your face oh i'm just i'm looking at this chart you've included here yeah so okay so and it, it you can you can breed a tiger lion jaguar and leopard with a tigress lioness jaguaress and leopardess so like you can breed all of the you can hybrid all of these pantherine breeds right and so it looks like the whichever one is the male is like this the start of the name. So like if if a male lion, so we're just go with lion and tiger because that's the easiest one for people to understand. Mm -hmm. So a male lion and a female tiger is called a liger. Mm -hmm. But a male tiger and a female lion would be a tigon. Yep. Yep. Okay. So the male's parts come, like the male name comes first, depending on, from the parents. Mm -hmm. This is cool. Yeah. I didn't realize it was this. And it says that like the males are usually sterile. So I wonder if that's not always the case because I mean, obviously, I mean, obviously it's not. I think it's the males of like a male hybrid. So, like, once they are, are made... So, it's a donkey situation. That, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, now, like, a lion and a tiger... <laughs> Sorry. It's a donkey situation. <laughs> yeah. A lion and a tiger mate and make a liger. That liger, if it's a male, is no oh, longer fertile. Got it. But if it's a female... It, apparently, I guess if it's a female, the females are still fertile, I guess. I don't know. Okay. That's But, cool. yeah. It's like... Donkeys and horses make a mule, but mules are naturally sterile. Sterile. Okay, that's really cool. I would love to see some of these. I mean, not really, because that because like it doesn't happen in nature. So <clears throat> I didn't include it in my notes, but we it did talk a little bit about there is some controversy between hybrids because since they don't occur in nature, there are a lot of zoos who breed them, and they say, oh, it's for conservation, and it's like. But you're not really conserving anything. You're just making something new yeah. that wouldn't actually exist in nature. Right. Um, but while we're on the subject of these hybrids, I want to <laughs> go through some of these because they sound awesome. First of all, a jaguar and a tigress make a jagger. So, first of all, that's cool. A jagger. Also, a jaguar and a leopardess make a jagupard. <laughs> So, yeah. The female version of that is a jagupardess. Yes. <laughs> and the female version of a jagger is a jagress. 
How do you say the the tigress and leopard? Tigress and leopard are a leogris. Leogris. Okay. Wait. Leopard. Yeah. Leogris and a leogre. That's so weird. So where did you find this chart? Wikipedia. Okay. So yeah, just (laughs) go to Wikipedia and look for these hybrids because these are awesome. Yeah. These hybrid names. And I wonder... There's a whole big chart about it. I wonder how they're... I bet their markings would be really fascinating. I'm sure some of these, yeah. Like a leopard and a tiger. Yeah. I wonder what that would look like. That'd be really cool. Let's see. No, I can't. At least I can't through the yeah i didn't include a link to the picture but yeah in the picture but it's really cool i thought that was really fascinating yeah so for those of you that are interested go check out the what is it was this from the big cats Mm -hmm. wikipedia page yeah yeah go check it out some cool stuff here i liked it all right moving on all right more facts so jaguars love water they are the most aquatic of all the big cats and are at home near rivers where they hunt and play jaguars actually catch fish and they prey on turtles and frogs even when hunting land animals jaguars typically travel up and down streams so they're never far from a waterway that's cool that just sounds like super playful i know right i like to watch some jaguars just kind of Hanging out. Yeah, hanging around around the stream. There is a Discovery Channel show, or there was an old one. I don't know if it's still on. It's called Big Cat Diary. Um, and it follows around lions, tigers, and leopards. I and think I remember hearing that. about that. Yeah. Um, the, the, world, mm, the world's cheetah population has halved since 1970. In the mm. face of habitat destruction, illegal hunting, and wildlife trafficking, the cheetah population is plummeting. There are now only around 7,000 left in the wild, mostly concentrated in a handful of countries in southern Africa. Cheetah conservation is difficult as they range far outside of the protected areas to hunt, exposing themselves to threats. Oh. And, like, it sucks because cause it says, like, threats like poachers and farmers. And it's, like, it sucks because, like, some of these species, like the big cats, are endangered. But also, like, there are people whose livelihoods depend on cat huge freaking animals not cro- like encroaching on their territory. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's it really does suck. Because, like, what are you going to do? Like, you have a tiger, like, just roaming around in your backyard? No, thank you. Like, what are you going to do? Just shake a can at it like you do in the normal neighborhood cats? What? Like, anyways. Um... Tigers have whiskers in five places, around their noses, on their cheeks, above their eyes, behind their front legs, and scattered throughout their fur. These whiskers detect sensory information, helping tigers navigate in the dark and attack their prey more accurately. Hmm. All right, let's take one quick break here. And we're back. Uh, Sorry, I had a... a, uh, doggo distraction there yeah um so moving on you just said like off air you just said tiger whiskers and i just gotta say like that's a really good name for a drink tiger whiskers or a bar yeah that's a really good name like i love it okay um for those of you um (laughs) uh what do you call mixologists out there yeah if you make a drink called the tiger whiskers give us credit yeah for sure and tigers also Make me one, please. 
Um, let's see. Leopards are ultra adaptable and live in more places than any other big cat. They make themselves at home in almost any kind of habitat, including grasslands, mountains, forests, deserts, and coastal areas. As a result, leopards are found in sub-Saharan Africa, India, Russia, China, Sri Lanka, and the Arabian Peninsula. Wow. Right? I never really knew that. So cool. Um, the lion is the only big cat with a tasseled tail. Male lions are distinct for their great shaggy necks, but both male and females stand out from other cats thanks to the tassel on the end of their tail. The bushy black tail tip grows in when cubs reach about seven months old. Huh. I never really thought about that. But yeah, you're you're right. I've never... Mm-hmm. That's just such an odd thing. Like, why? Why? Why do so, they have it? They have it so that they can signal to their young. They can, like, stick their tail up and, like, use it to, like, wave for so their... It's like a flag. Yeah, it's like a flag. Or it's like a, hey, come here. It's like an extra hand. It's like, come on over here. I mean, but, like, why wouldn't... <laughs> why don't other big cats have that? I don't know. Well, I can tell you why, just based on that one fact. It's because other big cats do not live in herds or, like, packs. Ah. Uh, Lions are the only ones that live in packs. Oh. Uh. Well, prides. Prides, whatever. Packs, prides. In groups. In groups. Okay. Um, Yeah, cheetahs can't roar, but they can purr. Now that sounds adorable. That sounds I bet it's awesome. Awesome. Um, So, what is now Kenya, in what is now Kenya, two lions infamously known as the man eaters of Savo stalked, killed, and ate terrified railway workers in 1989. British officer John Patterson. No, 1898. Oh, yeah, 18... Did I say 19? I said 1989. No, 1898. British officer John Patterson, Patterson, who shot both animals, claimed they took 135 victims. They are so angry that we're talking about cats. It's not even funny. Um, modern analysis of the Savo lion's remains are now at the Chicago's Field Museum. They, it suggests that the pair actually ate about 35 humans. And researchers determined that the reduced body count... From, like, chemical ratios in the animal's tissue. So, like, that's how they determined how many they actually ate. Um, so, let's see. In 2017, this, a study of the Savo lions and a third man-eater from Zambia indicated that they may have turned to squishier, easier-to-chew human prey due to dental disease and injury. Huh. That's interesting. So, is this what that movie was based on? The Ghost um, in the Darkness. Yeah, that's what I, I knew. It was something into the darkness. Or in the darkness. So, Ghost in the Darkness with uh, Val Michael, Kilmer. And uh, yeah, Val Kilmer and Michael Douglas. I forgot Val Kilmer was in there. Yeah. Um, that's okay. a good movie. It is a good movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. But, yeah. Um, yeah, okay, cool. I didn't... I don't think I ever realized that was based off of a true story. Yeah. I thought it was really, really interesting that it's... Like, here it is. Okay, so we can move on to small cats if you'd like. Yeah, let's do it. First of all, let's go ahead and address the... Uh, the elephants in the room. Yeah. Well, Hi, for Zeus. those of you listening, that's... Say hello to Zeus. He is <laughs> quite demanding. Let's go ahead and take a break here. Okay. Cool. Okay. And we're back. But for them, we didn't go anywhere. True. So, is that kind of like a time loop? Yeah. I guess we're time travelers. Nice. Sweet. They're probably like, what in the crap is happening? Yeah, sorry. Our <laughs> dogs were going crazy. We realized we needed to uh, take them outside for a minute. Cool. Back to it. So now we're talking about, we've talked about big cats. Now let's talk about the small cats. I see. I'm eating. Hold on. Okay. 
So small and medium cats, including house cat, are members of Felis, which is that subcategory under like non-pantherine. Cheetahs, which do not have retractable claws, are in their own genus called um, Achaenonics. Achaenonics. Or Achaenonics. Achaenonics. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Achaenonics. That also sounds like a really cool name for a club. <laughs> Okay. There are a few different lineages of small cats, which include Carkle, Bay Cat, Ocelot, Puma, Lynx, Leopard Cat, and Domestic Cat. So those are like the different lineages. Mm-hmm. Um, cats can. Here's another cool fact: cats can jump approximately seven times their height. That checks out. Yep, makes sense. Um, a group of kittens is called a kindle, and a group of cats is called a clouder. Oh, I knew that, but I didn't know about the kittens. <laughs> it's so cute, a kindle. Um, Napoleon, Julius Caesar, and Charles the Sixth. Eleventh. Eleventh. Oh, that's ten. Um, were known as courageous men, but they were afraid of cats. Ten huh. percent of a cat's bones are in its tail. Wow. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense, because they're all the little... Yep. Like, it's like their backs. It's an extended vertebrae. Yeah. Like, um, I just want to go back, though, to the second fact here. So, domestic cats and pumas are on, like, the same level. Yep, pretty much. That's crazy. Right? How interesting is that? Like, they will eat you. Yeah. They will eat you. I mean, I feel like dogs could eat you, too, but cats for sure would eat you. Mm-hmm. Um uh, cats have approximately 100 vocal sounds, which that also tracks. I never realized it was that much, but that's pretty cool. Um, the Bornean Bay Cat is one of the rarest wild cats in the world. Only 12 specimens have been studied between the years of 1874 and 2002. And the species was never caught on film until 2009. That's crazy. Sorry. I wonder if they can hear him. I don't know. Yeah, for those of you listening, I'm not sure if you can hear uh, Zeus in one of the other rooms going crazy. He's having a meltdown. Yeah, he is upset about something. Okay. Sorry. Moving on. Sorry. A cat's powerful vision allows them to see light at levels six times less than what a human can see. So, like, they can see darker. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. A cat has 230 bones, which is more than humans. Each cat's nose pad is... Oh, shoot, I lost my spot. It's unique, similar to a human's fingerprint. I did know about that. I thought that's so cute. That's adorable. Um, Cheetah's average stride when it's running at full speed is around 22 feet in length. Wait, it's stride? So, like, it like leaps, leaps forward, forward 22 feet for yeah. each step. Yeah. That's insane. I thought that was so cool. Um, the sand cat can survive in temperatures ranging from 23 degrees Fahrenheit to 126 degrees Fahrenheit. Dang. Mm-hmm. And although they're able to drink water when it's available, they're able to survive for months on water in their food. So, they're like camels. Wow. They're like cat camels. Well, not necessarily because they're not like storing it, but like they can survive on just the water that they get from their food. Yeah. That's interesting. 
A cat cannot see directly beneath its nose. Lynx cats, lynx cats became extinct in Britain approximately 1,300 years ago, and there are serious plans to reintroduce them into the wild. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I wonder how that works with, like, I want to do some research on how do you reintroduce a species into the wild after it's been in captivity for a while, because you would have to breed, you have to breed in some amount of feralness. I mean, you know what I mean? Like They you, have, like, wildlife conservations or whatever, so, like, which are kind of wild. That's true. I wonder if that's what they're, like, that, I wonder if that's considered captivity or not. Probably. That's interesting. Okay. Um, an orange tabby cat called Stubbs was the mayor of a small town in Alaska for 20 years. He was the mayor? Yes. Hmm. Talkeetna <laughs> is the name of the town. Talkeetna. That's cool. Okay. So I'm going to crush some dreams here. The Black Panther is not a species, but a melanistic jaguar or leopard. Hmm. So it's kind of like albinoism, but in the opposite direction. Right. So it's not its actual, its own thing. That's kind of disappointing. I know, right? Um, Domestic cats are usually considered to be quite small and dainty creatures, but the world's longest cat was a Maine Coon called Stewie, and he measured 48 inches long. Yeah, Maine Coons are crazy. They're nuts. Okay, so How Stuff Works writes that when Newton... The Newton was working on his experiments at the University of Cambridge. He was constantly interrupted by his cats scratching at the door, so he called the Cambridge carpenter to saw two holes in the door one for the mother cat and one for her kittens. Apparently, these holes can still be seen at the university today. So, I just don't understand why there couldn't just be one hole. Like, why couldn't the kittens come through the same hole as the mother? Yeah, you know what? He was bright, but maybe not that bright. Uh, must have been after the apple incident. <laughs> um, there are over 500 million domestic cats in the world. That tracks. Yeah. The Amazonian... Half of them are owned by, like, three ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I aspire to be one of those ladies one day. <laughs> the Amazonian Margay wildcat has the uncanny ability to mimic the distress call of a baby monkey to lure adult monkeys to its doom. Uh-huh. I know. Cats conserve energy by sleeping for an average of 13 to 14 hours a day. That also tracks. Yes. In the U.S., there are more bobcats than any other type of wildcat. The bobcat can run at speeds of up to 30 miles per hour. So good luck if one ever chases you. Um, domestic cats can usually weigh around 8 to 11 pounds, which, that's funny, I had a cat that weighed way more than that. Um, but the heaviest domestic cat on record is 46 pounds. That is terrifying. That's scary. On average, cats live for around 12 to 15 years. Hmm. Yeah. So, this is just like a cat fact in general. Do you know that, like, the little hooks that our cats have on their tongue, like, you know, pet cats? Yeah. Lions and tigers have those, too. Yeah, they're just, like, a lot bigger. And they're so big that they can, like, strip meat from the bone. Yeah. That's scary. That's terrifying. So, yeah. Those are my cat facts. I've got one little thing. So, if you go to neighborhoodcats.com, um, they have a... They have a... 
a TNR program. Some of you may have heard of that. And that is a trap neuter return program. And it's basically the most humane and effective method known for managing feral and stray cats. So, and it's how you reduce their numbers. Mm. So basically it's exactly like it sounds like they trap them, they neuter them, they return them into the wild when they're recovered. And then there's like an, a caregiver that sets out food for them and ca- has shelter for them. And then they take the kittens that kittens and more friendly adult cats and they take them and foster them and socialize them and then adopt them into homes after they've like neutered them and all that. Yeah. Uh, at my last job, one of my managers, his um, girlfriend or fiance, that's what she did. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That's so awesome. The way I learned about it is from the kitten lady on Instagram. She did it in California. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize we had one here. Yeah, there's one in Nashville. That's so cool. Um, so they would, they would do that. They would trap the cats, neuter them, and then like they would foster mm-hmm. while they were recovering and stuff like that so they always had like a ton of cats that's so cool i would yeah. love that would be really cool and i mean it's a really big problem um but yeah the kitten lady on instagram hannah shaw she's really informative on like she has a bunch of neonatal kittens too that she cares for and she has like a kitten nursery and she's like a very big cat advocate right. so um but i think that probably much like my boy Oh, no, we can't have him now. <laughs> I thought about including that, and we can talk about that if you want. He's, not a, he's not a cat advocate. Joe Exotic is He is not. He the can, he foremost ha- expert. No. You're, you need to clarify that you're being facetious. We're going to get sued. <laughs> By who? We don't have an attorney. That bitch, Carol Baskin? Stop. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But I will say... I got none of my facts from Big Cat Rescue. Yeah, that was like a... That was purposeful. Yeah. Because there was a lot there to be had. Right? Uh-huh. They had a lot of information out there, mm-hmm. but we're not supporting Carol we, Baskin. No. And not because she, like, not... It's just because she's no better than Joe Exotic, in my opinion. These are my opinions, and they are solely expressed by me. I but know. she killed her husband. Well, Allegedly. We're going to get sued. Stop that. <laughs> Stop that. We don't have a good attorney. <laughs> I know some. <laughs> but, no. Like, Tiger King is a really good documentary. Like, it's crazy. But if you look at the underlying stuff, it's really interesting. And in how, like, I don't know, like, animal conservation and, like, the privatization of it is really strange. Right. That's very, very, very odd. But yeah, in my opinion, she's no better than Joe Exotic because, like, she still traps animals. And... Is a murderer. Well, and she started out her business, like, people can change and grow, that's fine, but she started out her business for, like, pets. That's why she got them. She got them as pets. Yeah. And trained them. And I'm glad that she has changed her life around and she is now trying to conserve them and all that kind of stuff, but, like... And then uses them to... Eat her husband's dead body. Stop. Stop. Allegedly. Allegedly. You have to say allegedly, part. You cannot just do that. That is, what is that? That's slander. That's libel. Whatever. That's that's bad. So this may really be the last episode of this podcast, you guys. <laughs> I know an attorney, but she's a prosecutor and she doesn't do law anymore. The best defense is a good offense. So. <laughs> I don't think that's what that means. Pretty sure that's exactly what that means. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's the end of my notes. 
So that's what we've got about cats. Yeah. Uh, both big and small, and all the sizes in, in between. between. Um, so that was that was that was fun. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we are coming up on Christmas now, so I want to go ahead and the holiday season. Yeah, we so, celebrate Christmas. We know all of you may not, but right, absolutely. Um, so our next episode, we're going to be doing a holiday special. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and all the all the big ones. Yeah, I'll probably mention like the winter solstice, like Saturnalia. I'll probably, yeah, for all of you uh, Wiccans out there, for all you pagans. Yeah. Um, and I mean that in like the literal sense of the term, not the not the derogatory sense. Is that derogatory? I think anything is derogatory depending on how you say it. Yeah, I just mean like wick. I don't know what's most appropriate. Let me know. <laughs> Let me know. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but yeah, so looking forward to that. Our next one will be a holiday special. Um, hope you enjoyed today's episode. We definitely enjoyed talking about it. Um, you know, our coffee was a little bit different this time. Nothing, nothing we'll have new. it. We'll have a new coffee next time. We will. I'm going to be trying to see if I can find some kind of holiday-themed coffee for that yeah. one. We need to just, like... Either that or I'll make some eggnog. All right, all right. Maybe not. But maybe we'll have some mulled wine or something. I have no comment. <laughs> I have absolutely... We'll see. We'll have some kind of holiday drink, though, I have for absolutely sure. no comment. Eggnog is disgusting. Eggnog is great. Don't at me. Eggnog is gross. Eggnog is delicious. But, anyways, that's for looking forward toward the future. Um, So now, we're going to go ahead and sign off. So thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in and listening to us today. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Um, What else are we on? We're out there. We're out there. Our host, Podbean. If they want to find us, they'll find us. Yeah. I mean, if you... You've already found us, so... Welcome. We're glad you're here. Yeah. You're like, share, bit, subscribe. You're a little bit late if you're just not tuning in. Yeah, a little bit. Um, you can email us at um, datenightcoffeeshop at gmail.com. Correct. Uh, you can email us any kind of suggestions for coffee or topics or just if you want to tell us something. Tell us how we're wrong or right. Or don't. We don't really care. <laughs> but we would be, you know, we would enjoy reading it probably. All feedback is welcome. All feedback is good feedback. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you can also find us on Instagram, uh, at Date Night at the Coffee Shop. Yes. Um, or you can DM us those same things. Yeah. So We're around. Yeah, we're everywhere. You can never escape us. <laughs> but, again. And we're time travelers, so, like, we'll just show up whenever. Yeah, absolutely. As we've discussed. Um, so, again, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, hope to have you guys listening to us again. Until next time. You're Bart. And you're Sam. Bye. Bye.